You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you hit record, I'm oh, there you go. Tell me when you hit record. Tell me when you you uh, hit it from behind. My we're hitting it. So loose, I don't notice. We're giving it back shots. We're in. We're on the. Uh, we're on. We're on the air. Yo, how goofy are people? They love to say things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. People love to say back shots. Back shots. They <laughs> like, like people to just like. To- they like to say words like like phrases that they've heard that they think are fun and edgy. It's just back shots over here. People love references. You ever notice they that? Do. They love memes. They can't get over a fucking reference. You reference something, they they oh my god. It's that pattern seeking ape brain. That's what it is. It's the lizard, the lizard in your mind. It's the Gila monster. You're you're it's our common ancestor, the Gila monster. Uh it's uh, it's evolutionary. Um, what do we got for people this week? I don't even know. I don't think anything's going on. G- 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 GTA Six. I don't give a fuck about no GTA Six. I know oh. it's because you're you're de- you have depression. I want definitive proof mm. that it's not that it's not going to be goofy. It, it's gonna. I mean, he, here's what it is. It has to go harder. Everything has to go harder. There's no going lighter. You have to go mm. harder. I see. And I see. So if this is one iota softer mm. than the previous game, I'm gonna uh, you're gonna make you're gonna see me making YouTube videos that are like GTA woke failure boom. <laughs> you're gonna see that's gonna be me because there's nothing more pathetic than softening your shit. It, mm. It's a uh, you know that's Albini brain. We don't play that game out here. I think if I, I, I think it's gonna be softer, but I don't Ugh. think it's gonna be soft. Does that Ugh. make sense? I think it's gonna be not the scathing uh, satire that the series is known for. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I don't know. Who knows? It's not coming out for like two years. We're all gonna be dead by then. Yeah, that's probably true. It's coming out in 2025. We're not getting that far. Trump's coming back. He's bringing in uh, fascism, and uh, all right, and he's, put, uh, he's putting me in ca- in a cage. He's putting you in a cage. He's putting us all in the cage, and uh, they're really going hard with that. <laughs> you see the fellow that blew up his house. Yeah, that was a strange one, man. So the fellow that 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 blew up his house in Virginia, big old boom. There's a the video is great. Um, it is real. It's an exciting video. But you sent me quite a disturbing thread about this fellow. Uh, explain that to people. Yeah, it, it's uh, as it turns out, he's Asian. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. 
The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Okay. Go on. Full stop. <laughs> Is that, that's the, uh, that's the that's big the, reveal. That's the, no, there was more to that thread than, uh, than just now, listen, Asian guy. Anything what was going you, on? What was going on? Anything there? you, Anything you picked up in that thread besides he's Asian is superfluous. Uh, the the big moment is when they did the face reveal and he's Asian. So here's the thing, right? Uh, he seems like an absolute lunatic. I think he's dead now, but he seems like an absolute lunatic. Th- there was speculation he was still alive because somebody changed their username to appear as him and then leave yeah. comments on the on the explosion video. <laughs> Which is a very classic troll and fun. Uh, but he, you know, it's the same story with kind of t- type certain types of schizophrenic guys. They get in some beef with their neighbor or their coworker and they fixate and then all their misfortunes become about that neighbor or coworker. And it seemed like he was on one of those tips, right? And uh, I guess thought cops were coming to get him, which as it turned out was true. So I don't know. Let's look into this. Um, but yeah, he blew up the house. The, uh, the plumbing of his, uh, social media history, which includes like, by the way, everybody don't use LinkedIn as social media. It's the most off putting thing you could do. It makes, it makes you look worse than a boomer worse. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. But worse. He did all that shit, but the the conversation is obviously going to be this uh right wingers conservatives or those who are just fed up with the current moment are going to ask over and over again why are you not using this man's face in the coverage of this story what are you not why are why in your why is your coverage of this seemingly less than it would be typically the insinuation being of course that because he's asian he doesn't uh complete the narrative right the narrative being that uh it's a radicalized whites are are a danger to you know everybody who is not a radicalized white and when asians or trans people blow shit up it it doesn't coincide it, it doesn't it's not in concert with the with the narrative. So uh I haven't seen American coverage of this. I've only seen social media uh sort sort of, hey, everybody watch this shit explode. So I, I couldn't say if it's getting less coverage. I would actually find it pretty interesting if we could get some media analysis where they look at, you know, the, they used to do it by inches because newspaper mattered, but now I'm sure they do it by minutes, right? Um I'd be curious. What what was the last um you know the classic example Eric would be uh 
uh, when Bernie Sanders, Ber- Bernie Sanders shooter, remember Bernie yeah, Sanders yeah, shooter? I remember that. Sure. So Bernie, Sa- Bernie Sanders shooter, Bernie Sanders supporter, uh, uh, goes to, uh, what, like a pickup baseball game or something. <laughs> I, I don't understand what it was, yeah, but he shoots, like a, he shoots up, uh, some, uh, conservative lawmakers and everybody noted that it got something like one twentieth the coverage that lesser attacks uh or incomplete attacks uh like what was the one where the fellow was um he called the cops on himself do you remember that incident mm, philly video no this was the fellow that was outside somebody's home with a knife lady call this lady ballers uh, the Lady Ballers universe seems to be, uh, it's like the Lady Ballers EU, right? Extended yeah, universe. That sucks, man. It sucks. So here's the deal. I'm in, I'm in a little, uh, you know, a little communique with uh, mostly uh, conservative leaning individuals, some cultural conservatives, some religious people, and in that little group, everybody said, "Oh no." Why is Daily Wire doing this bullshit? It's oh no, it's fuck. But two of them watched it, and they reported back, not, not actually that bad. Uh, now, granted, these are cultural conservatives that are going to be more sympathetic to the messaging and the thing, regardless. But uh, they said not hysterical, but surprisingly not unfunny, and uh, also that in their view it displayed a a relatively high level of compassion for trans people. I just say you are, it's not even that it's just like, and this is going to sound, would you explain what lady ballers is for those of our audience? Uh, For our audience's girlfriends, because our audience, (laughs) (laughs) you know, are all uh, autistic culture war observers. Yeah. uh, And, and uh, their girlfriends are listening to this, going "lady ballers," and then instead of ha- instead of having them them having to pause it and uh, like, "babe, lady ballers." Okay, so Daily Wire—that's the one that's Ben Shapiro <laughs> and uh, Jeremy Boring, right? Jeremy Boring doesn't get a lot of press, but he's kind of the brains behind the operation. It, it, the, uh, I, even, explain- I don't even know that deep. It's just it's 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 yeah, it's a comedy film produced by the Daily Wire, which is a conservative outlet owned by Ben Shapiro, and it's. I guess it's making fun of uh, trans athletes. Um, I uh, yeah, I couldn't speak to the, the th- my problem with it is what I find embarrassing is because there was another one also. There was another thing that I saw on Twitter about another comedy thing they're doing, like an animated show. And the issue that I have is, and it's going to sound funny coming out of my mouth, coming out of your mouth, uh, be, given this show i guess is a we call this show a comedy show just for the so we get but there's no laughs there's There's no laughs i mean it's just depressing there's well that that might elicit so i think depressing things are funny um there's some laughs but it's not it's not like there's no effort behind what we do when unfunny people whose job is not being funny attempt humor it's it's a nightmare It's like, that's the problem I have putting a fucking dick cheese weirdo like Matt Walsh in a comedy film is embarrassing. 
it's just embarrassing. And putting Ben Ben Shapiro's like the, I guess he makes a cameo. I saw in the trailer where he's a uh, he's a he's like the basketball ref or something like that. Don't if you don't do comedy, don't do comedy. It's always going to be a train wreck. Now maybe this movie is better than people are saying, but I can't I can't hang with that shit. It's 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 too cringe. It's high levels of C, as the kids say. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You, you're you're pissing neon because uh, that's more than that's more C than your body can really take. It's like oh, because this is the thing. If if MSNBC decided to make a comedy movie and they cast Joy Behart to uh, to make fun of to like as like I'm the Imperial tr- Trump chud or something like that, I'd be like, oh, no, yeah, it's yeah, horrendous. It's horrendous. Tactless nonsense. <laughs> if you're not like, and this is the thing, and I don't know the other people involved with this Lady Ballers movie. Perhaps they're comedians perhaps they have writing credits perhaps they've been doing stand up to some level of success uh it's just if you don't if comedy is not your thing just don't please don't do it yeah i mean i've heard somebody say something just fairly wise on the subject which is if if you're funny is a talent amusing yes. is amusing is attainable yes a- and we're amusing yeah. Uh, and, and I think that we are in essence playing, uh, we're playing uh, garage rock. It's something that we mm-hmm. can, that we can be, that can be done. Yeah. If, if we tried playing tech metal right now <laughs> by trying to be legitimately funny, it would, it would, it would brick harder than we normally brick. You know what I mean? It would, it would be an abomination. Yeah. First of that's, all, yeah. Before we go any further, I just want you to check this out. Listen. Now I know that. I, I don't like to make fun of your situation, right? I know that, yeah, I, I know you're broke, and I know that uh, your life's terrible. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. But, but, uh, so I don't try. I try not to flex with all my worldly possessions, all the good shit that's going on here, um, like all my, you know, my wealth. Uh, mm. But look, uh, on uh, Black Friday sale, I bought that stupid microphone that uh, the ballers have. Which one? Yeah. No, not really. It's blending okay, in well, with your Zoom background. Uh, well, it's it's just the Shure uh, SM7B, which is like the most generic, like proof. It's proof that you uh, are spending too much money on your podcast because you think that somebody's going to see it. Because yeah, re- realistically, the mic that I'm currently using, which is a hundred dollar mic, is going to be completely. Uh, indistinguishable from this $700 mic. Mm. So you bought a $700 mic. I bought it on half price. It was, it was more okay. than half price off. Okay. Uh, right. so, so, so I bought it for that reason, because I saw it as I'm not going to see it for this price new anytime soon. Did so you buy I, it? You so, bought it like at a, from a, from a little Asian lady on uh Perth's version of canal street. Yeah, that's right. Uh, with it, I also uh, got a shirt of uh, Barney Rubble uh, puffing puffing on some marijuana. Pretty good. Um, so, uh, this is uh, a signal that I am a real podcaster and also uh, a rube. 
<laughs> just a fucking a, a fucking financial loser. Um, because this mic does sound good. Everybody understands it to sound good. But realistically, how much better than my current mic is the average ear going to detect? I would say probably none, zero, nothing at all. I don't know. I I mean, maybe Zoom is messing us up because I listened back on an episode recently and it we sound like shit. I mean, the Zoom compression is total ass. Ass. Um, but do what, you do you the axe to grind guys? Do, do you guys still use a uh, Zencaster? We do. Do you drop out still? Yeah, it's S. See, I uh, would rather I would rather take a hit audio quality, but maintain constant communication rather than oh, Pat's gone. Pat, are you there? <laughs> Pat, are you there? All right. Well, I'm just gonna talk. Like, I would rather. You know what I mean? Like, Zoom doesn't drop out on us. Hold on. I'm I'm muting you for one second while I install this new device. Just, Why are you doing that it, now? Because I want I want you to experience firsthand just the the the, the bump in quality. Put your put You're your thousand dollar microphone. Put your thousand dollar headphones on so you can tell the difference. I don't have thousand dollar. I have AirPods. Two hundred dollar headphones, which are too much in my book. By the way, can I just say this? What Julia Fox is funny, man. Julia she's Fox? funny. She's funny because she's such a fucking liar. It, what it, she, when what's you, she on about? She said that she. I saw an interview recently where she said, uh, "Yeah, Kanye just needed like a full time partner, and I couldn't do that with my new baby." Um, so you know, it was like he wanted to talk on the phone all the time. And and I just, I couldn't do it with all the childcare responsibilities I had. And then she says the part that really indicates that she's full of shit. She said, I, I had, I bought AirPods so I could talk to him while I was changing diapers. Julia Fox, you materialistic fucking, you are the essence. Forgive me, everybody. The essence of dumb bitch. You're telling me, <laughs> you're telling me that you don't have AirPods. That you bought AirPods for the purpose that you had not considered, oh, I don't know what an AirPod is, until Kanye West was your boyfriend. That, that, that's your, this is what you're trying to convince me of. So here's what I'm saying. I'm sure that Julia Fox is a good parent. Do you know why I'm sure of that? Because I just say those things when I'm trying to be polite. I have no idea, right? But it's just wrong to say that some – it's wrong to insinuate that somebody might be a bad parent. So I'm just going to roll with this idea that she's a good parent. Okay. You don't have time for Kanye West. Is oh, yeah, that the, that's crazy. That's the, that's the premise. The premise is this non-working actress doesn't have time for her 500 millionaire new boyfriend. This is this that's, is pre pre-Nazism Kanye also. <laughs> that's right. So he wasn't I mean he wasn't perfect yet but he 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 was <laughs> he was still pretty lit and I just, it was, I like her because she, she's like Trumpian level lies. Oh yeah. I mean, she's all these fucking people are fucking full of shit, but yeah, there's a, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know anything about this, but she sucks, man. I, I get, every time someone brings her up, I get bummed out. Do we want to go back to the fucking, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, the bomber guy, guy who blew up his house because there's something else going on there. I don't know what that that whole thread you sent me was, but it was quite upsetting. Uh, 
I get yeah, I guess this guy was like schizo posting on LinkedIn, which is insane, but also uh Facebook and uh all over the place. I guess he had some sort of inkling. I guess he was like talking about killing his neighbors, which is that, that sucks. Uh you never want to find yourself living next to a guy like that. But also there was some kind of I guess he knew the cops were coming for him, which they came for him. And then he blew up his home. So I guess it's like. Was it, it if that was that was real so that you can't you can't put that on the schizo. You know what I you know what I'm saying? What are you saying? Are you saying he's innocent? Didn't do it. Oh, you do sound much better. <laughs> you got you got to turn it up a little bit, but I think you sound a lot better. Okay, I'm tur- I'm turned up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that sounds. I'm good. all the way up, all the way up. No more echo. Is that right? Yeah, it's, this sound. This is crispy. You sound you sound lovely. Um, that's that seven hundos. I was saying, what was I saying? That that schizo uh, guy whose house blew up. He was schizo posting some weird shit. Yes. Yes, but and and it's like you want or some tr- or, or or some truth shit. Well, that's where I'm going because like they did come for him. That's not schizo. That was accurate. Yeah, wh- but he he was also making weird threats against his neighbors. Yeah, well, they'll come for you eventually with that. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. But like, what was there something else going on though? Was there some some MK Ultra afoot? That's what it feels like. What do they suggest? I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm kind of making maybe I'm making headcanon out of this because uh I'm just basing it on that Twitter thread about the guy and all the weird shit he posted and then like his YouTube page and everyone was like go everybody back this up cuz YouTube's going to rip it down and sure enough they did. Why'd they rip it down? It was like all weird videos of like court depositions and stuff. Yeah, I mean look. I've uh Everybody go read my uh, book. I don't do this that often. Go read my book. Uh, Nobody is in control, which is kind of like just the, it's just about this. It's uh, it's about the idea that um, there are the forces that are at work uh, against normal people are uh, they're not afraid to. They're not afraid to uh, uh, do it in mass, right? Like, so if they want to assassinate one person, they're not afraid to uh, uh, shoot uh, an entire festival of music goers. You, you know, what I mean that that type of thing, right? And I I sometimes wonder if these guys who are clearly unwell uh, also you know, in the MK ultra style. Also the unwell part is if not coincidental, it's, it's incidental. Maybe they're crazy and they are actually in, in, uh, they're holding knowledge about something. So what do we think that this fellow was, uh, what do you think he knew? I don't know. I mean, we might be get, we might be edging too close to the truth with this one, Scully. Yeah, I might watch the entire series. <laughs> I might watch the entire series again. X Files. Yeah, I might do it. It's a lo- It's a long. Wait, you've watched the whole series? No, I've never got. I've finished two series in my entire life. It's a long. It's a long one, and there's a lot of shit 
but there is also the peaks are high and the valleys are low with that show. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel look, like we, this is why we can't talk about it. It's too. Uh, can't talk about the X Files. No, we can talk about the X Files. I'm saying we can't talk about. Uh, Hold on one second. Hey, don't use your name. You're 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 currently live on the air. Good lord. Uh, uh, l- listen. Should I just say racist and anti-Semitic things? Yeah, listen. No, yeah, don't do that. I mean, you could. You're from Long Island. You could probably get away with the anti-Semitism. Um, <laughs> uh, d- do you want to give us any insight as our Hollywood insider? Nope. Nothing. No. Is, that's not tied. I'm out. Uh, I've, I've already. <laughs> I've already incriminated myself. Uh, so you're going to go worship uh, Gog and Magog with the what, other with the uh, with the other the, the other demons? I, I mean, yeah, we have. I have a blood sacrifice that I have to get done this evening. So, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, my co my co host is uh, in the producers guild, and uh, a, a, a he has a long resume. But uh, uh, will he ever work again? Uh, yeah, just uh, less and for less pay. So okay, Eric, did you hear that? I I don't know if that's necessarily true. He doesn't want he he's he's uh, rejecting the premise. Um, less often for less money. <laughs> uh, I will call you when I'm done with this. Uh, you going to bed soon? Or are you awake? Uh, no, I'll be awake for a bit. All right, goodbye. Bad news. You know Eric. what's you know what's an odd coincidence is I just uh, I attended a PGA uh, holiday party and. Very disappointingly, no blood sacrifices. Uh, that's that might be because it wasn't for uh, Gog and Magog, but Bilal. I mean, I was hoping for some real, you know, Hollywood, uh, some real dark, twisted, orgy type shit. But all I got was a bunch of forty-year-old women named Susan dancing to moves like Jagger. <laughs> That's but that's part of the psyop, my guy. You think? Yeah, that's all part of the what they're building. Also, I, t- uh, I take I take back what I said about the Daily Wire comedy. It's got Roseanne. All right, then fuck it. Come on. <laughs> that's that's good talent to tap, man. I mean, number one, number one in cable, and then came back twenty years later, number one, not cable, uh, network. Network, yeah. Listen, she had a broad appeal for a long time and can still, uh, if, if reading from a script and not, uh, you know, not skitzing on fucking a couch somewhere, uh, during a podcast, yeah, uh, she can still deliver. She can deliver, man. She's got it. Whatever it is, she's got it. All right. And so they, some and people they, are and saying they tossed that guy, her in the garbage. Some people are saying this guy's a Chinese spy. That seems a little racist. Um, and some people say he might've been in, in possession of the, of the Epstein flight logs, you know, <sighs> people gotta uh, get past that one. That's what a d- guilty person would say, Eric. Um, <laughs> so who's the guy that killed himself in the bathroom of, of an amusement park? Are you familiar with this? No, I'm not familiar with that at all. Tell me more. Suicide. Hold on. I'm glad we do a podcast where we can say the the word suicide. Unalive. Unalive. I got to unalive. Um, man kills himself instead of carrying out U.S. amusement park shooting. Did you even know about this one? No. 
20 year old, uh, heavily armed, uh, found dead at this amusement park, a heavily armed man killed himself rather than carrying out an apparent plan to shoot up a mountaintop amusement park in Colorado. Why is it always Colorado? The 20 year old man was found dead at Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park on Saturday morning before it uh, opened to the public, apparently breaking into the park while it was closed. He was armed with an AR style rifle, a handgun and explosives and was wearing body armor and tactical clothing. Uh, he call, uh, hold on. Oh no. Okay. <clears throat> Whoa. Uh, he, in a woman's bathroom, he had written on a wall. I am not a killer. I just want to get into the caves. What are the caves? I don't know. It gave me a chill when I said it though. Yeah. That's, that's spooky. What do we what make do of that? Uh, what is it, it a metaphor? Spoiler? What does it mean? I'm getting paywalled here trying to read about it. Fucking paywall. Fucking class uh, warfare bullshit. Today, today I carried out pretty hard on my bank again. And I... <laughs> It's like an ongoing thing. Like now I kind of look forward to it the way that old men with nothing going on just look forward to fucking, oh, I'm going to fight with my bank. Uh, it's just me begging them, please leave a note on my files to stop harassing this man. Could you do that for me, please, Andy? Could you do that for me, Fernanda? Could you just please leave a message saying, hey, stop harassing this poor man. He's going to kill himself. This is, this is how I talk to them because they, they fucking make my day. So it, imagine having to talk to your bank for an hour a week. Doesn't seem like much. You got a lot of hours, right? Very yeah. draining. No, I, yeah, that's too much. Uh-oh. We found his sister. We found Asian man's sister. What's she on about? Let's does he know about the, does he want to get into the caves? Uh, she is a strategic storyteller, brand steward, and adventurer. Uh, she went to uh, California Polytechnical, uh, and she is a thoughtful and strategic storyteller with 20 years' experience creating print and on- online content for top publications and companies. Uh-oh! Writes with range, skillfully edits and rewrites jargon-filled robots speaking to something people want to read, handles challenges with the unex- and the unexpected with poise and a smile. She right. she writes she or she seems to do what is this um you think that's indicting somehow yeah yeah I do what is it indicting of she's maybe also a spy okay um well, yeah I could see that what do you th- I like this oh, uh, I, I I like this uh this Twitter post, LOL, didn't have Asian guy on my bingo card. <laughs> That's what everybody's thinking, man. I'm not alone. I The caves. Do you think there's something underneath Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park? Yeah, I don't know. I, That's the thing. I don't know if it's a metaphor. Or I don't know if there's literally something. Or are the caves nowhere near that amusement park? Well, so you know about the Denver airport. I know about the Denver airport. It's got underground tunnels and whatnot for the, it's like, it's, I think it's theorized to be like the, uh, you know, when the reckoning comes, like the world elite can hide underneath it or something. That's what they say. 
I mean, you know, that's in Colorado. I don't know how far, I don't know how far away, uh, Glenwood Springs is from, uh, from Denver. But if we're talking about underground caves, you know, there's maybe there's something there. This is actually, it's not a comedy podcast. We're investigative journalists. That's exactly right. Sometimes, sometimes we do media criticism, but mostly we're investigative journalists. Uh, We're really good at it. Uh, I like this comment. So the, the Asian uh, blower upper uh, went to George Mason university. Mm. Here's a tweet. Crap. Was going to send my daughter to George Mason. Not anymore. I hope that's real. I hope this guy just changed his life plans. This the caves, man. That's gonna keep me awake. I think. Yeah, I just want. I just wanted to. What do you say? I just wanted to get into the caves. Yeah, he didn't want to kill anyone. He just wanted to get into the caves. That's, you know, uh, that's disturbing. It's tough because schizophrenia will will have you saying some wild ass shit. That's the thing. It's like I we can't and and I how many people in this world have schizophrenia and also access to uh firearms? A lot. That's right. I mean like more than you'd think, right? Oh man, they really did nuke his page. That's what that's what trouble so again, we could go with the uh the reasonable explanation that I think this is protocol whenever someone kill someone else or does something right don't they always nuke their internet presence i think that's wrong i think it's the wrong thing to do (laughs) yeah i mean i get why they do it i think they're just covering their ass right um in case of any liability right uh but See, this is the thing is if like you're trying to, if you hate conspiracy theorists or you hate, you you know, if you're trying to prevent people from walking those paths, you got to stop being sus, man. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Don't you look know, suspicious. When you look, that's the whole thing with the Epstein shit is it's like anytime anyone is asked about him, they like get a lump in their throat and they're like, oh, I meet a lot of people. And it's like. Why can't you just say, yeah, I, I learned about this guy's crimes after we talked. He's a financier, and uh, I have a lot of projects that I'm trying to uh, get money for. Um, obviously, if I knew who he was, I wouldn't have done business with him. But uh, I, this, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and uh, if, if if the reality is, is if you have money, uh, I'll I'll hear I'll hear you out. Why? But no one says that. They just go, oh, 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 oh uh, I don't know anything about that. So you know, it's like it's actually, people fill the void with their headcanon of these conspiracy theories. That's right. J- just say, hey, I didn't know about that. Obviously, some of you are going to have some uh, questions. Uh, I'm oh, I'm available to any level of scrutiny. Just go dig through my garbage. It's fine. I don't have anything to hide. There you go. The only other, the, again, if we're trying to, if we're only going down reasonable explanation paths today, Maybe they just have lawyers or agents or people on retainer that are just like, just shut up, shut up. Don't say anything. They do. I mean, that's always what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I, I maybe that, may, listen, maybe that's the right thing to do. You know, maybe the right thing to do is to just complete wholesale silence, ignore. 
you know? I mean, because I don't know. I guess also when you're in the public spotlight, it's easy to trip over your own words and make things worse for you. So whatever, man. GTA six. You're gonna change your life. I'm gonna make things better for you. You think? Well, not you. I meant the royal you, but you too. I mean, it it couldn't make anything worse. Uh, but my life's pretty lit. I'm not. I'm not upset. Yeah, you don't have too many complaints. Not it's really just the job thing, and that that, that shit is thing. under control. It's the job thing, which <clears throat> I'm pretty optimistic is going to come back as soon as the holidays pass. Uh, I made some some pretty decent connections tonight that I'm feeling That's pretty cool. good about. So whatever it's, you know what it is. You, you've, you've trained me to believe that everything is my, you know, that not, not me, me, but like, as your mantra often is all your problems. I presume all my problems are of my own making. Yeah. Whereas this, this job thing. That has got nothing to do with me. This industry is fucked. Uh, being broke is a problem of my own making. I could have gotten the Walgreens job, but I chose not to. That's that's my fault. Yeah. But TV and film being all fucked up is not my fault. No, you, you had very little to do with that. Although maybe the decline in quality, maybe you got to own some of that. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, it's been a, it's been a slow week, man. You think you got I the holidays a coming? Of, a lot of exciting shit going on. Kissinger. If, if people want to listen to our Kissinger episode, we did it on the Patreon, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. We did a whole pay, Kissinger retrospective, uh, yeah, for the goat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, King. <laughs> uh, Talk about uh talk about body count, right? This is uh he he fucked working, working through our open mic here. Yeah, yeah. It's our open <laughs> mic hour. Uh, um, yeah, again, I I didn't know that many people cared about Cambodia. Uh, well, we don't have know, to do Kissinger. No, I know, but I, I I felt like part of me wanted to ask, hey, what did he do wrong? You know, I, I wanted to say that because I wanted to hear what the replies would be. I wanted to I, like, what do you think that do you think maybe a third know of what they speak? It's tough to say. I mean, because people <clears throat> probably typically just uh, regurgitate the stuff about uh, Cambodia and uh, and so what was the other one? Uh, I blame I blame Bourdain for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, has that 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 quote that people have, have regurgitated. People like Bourdain, and this one got stuck in people's heads. <clears throat> Listen, everybody, this is not me defending Henry Kissinger. I, I could give a shit. You could have put him on a rocket into the sun, fucking thirty years ago. I wouldn't have given a shit. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just never convinced anybody cares about anything. Well, it's like if you want to. I mean. I think Pol Pot has some uh bears some responsibility in the in the decline of uh people's lives in in Cambodia, you know? No, so so, so that so that that's what's interesting, right? What's interesting is 
this idea that he set in motion the conditions that would allow for uh, the Khmer Rouge, which may or may not be true, is true, but it takes all the accountability off of the fucking Khmer Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> which is like such a weird idea. You know what I mean? Like it, it's look, I saw a comment that I thought was very interesting. You, you know, when you have these, um, what's the paradigm shifting thing, the, um, uh, uh, uh lighthouse. We, we've talked about it on this podcast, right? The, the, the idea that you're yelling at the lighthouse, you're, you're yelling at that other boat. Uh, change your course, change your course. The other boat keeps replying no, and then you're like, "I'm going to fire on you if you don't." And then he goes, "I'm a lighthouse, right?" So it's 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 an exercise in in perception change. Like, what's the oh the paradigm just shifted? I thought I was talking to another boat and I was coming at them real aggressive, and then I realized it's an object that not only can't move but is trying to help. <clears throat> you know, I mean, so so that that's a that's a shift. Um, I thought that I had one of those the other day where, you know, I've been pretty critical of israel since i've been an adult and uh now is no different right uh, i uh i don't think people are being terribly honest about their conversations about israel and uh, gaza but uh that still doesn't mean that i've got a ton of love for for the, the israeli government um but i thought it was so fast not it was just interesting that um I'll free, I'll fuck up I'll fuck up the the comment that I saw but it was uh, essentially it was that same thing where it's uh we're putting it on Israel to uh behave humanely quote unquote with kind of no with no self reflection that it, it it's just we're doing this weirdo shit where we we are calling on whatever side that we don't like to have some humanity without any of the sort of wait a second, but no, I'm fucking it up. I'm fucking it up. If I had the, if I had the language for it, I I would repeat it. I thought it was, it just got me thinking about the idea that oftentimes I'm doing the bigotry of low expectation shit to people where Mm -hmm. I go, where I go, Israel, you got to knock it off. These, these Palestinians, uh, they don't know anything except for bombing. You know what I mean? They, 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 it's not their fault that they're firing mortar rounds, like, you know, 50,000 mortar rounds into Israel a year. That's not their fault. Like, and we can always find reasons for people to do what they do, but it is an interesting exercise to go, oh, is a reason the same thing as a justification? Is a reason the same thing as an exercise? Or, or, or like, the, <clears throat> I saw a guy the other day, an academic talking about, uh, the the flood, right? That's the thing that uh, th- that they called the operation where they went and killed a bunch of ravers. Uh, he kept referring to it as inex or as uh, explicable, right? So it, it's 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 not justifiable, but it's so obvious that it was going to happen that you you just have to confess that it's it, it, like one is almost the other, right? That it it was a thing that had to happen because obviously it was going to happen. Yeah, and. And I thought that was fascinating too, because the way he kept saying it, firstly, it gave me pause because now I know, now I know that I can't talk like this because he came off so detached 
and maybe not insensitive, but just so academic. You know what I mean? Just so yeah, like, yeah. um, like, like he's talking like a man with no stakes in a thing. And, uh, that, that gave me pause, but it also made me think is how unfair is that statement? Cause we could make it about anything. Everything is explicable. If it happened in re- in material reality, in retrospect, you can say, oh yeah, that was explicable. Right. Like how many things could we say like, like nine 11 being probably the best example, nobody predicted nine 11, except for the, you know, the few dozen people who did. Yeah. Except for and, the people that shorted all the stocks. Did yeah, <laughs> Except for all the people who didn't report to work that day. Mm-mm. Uh, so, uh, but so nobody predicted it except then after the fact, everybody goes, but it was inevitable with the United States foreign policy, you know? And it's like, come on, man. What is inevitable? Does it, is, is inevitable. If anything that happens is inevitable, then it has no meaning. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, it is the thing is it's like, you can, it's the definition of hindsight is 2020. I mean, it is like, yeah, you could see, you could understand why with the amount of uh, meddling in the affairs of foreign countries that uh, we probably should. Chickens coming home to roost the whole thing. Chickens coming home to roost. But, 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 but saying that anybody on this planet, other than the people that had the direct knowledge of it, uh, whoever they may be, uh, the perpetrators or otherwise, uh, who I don't it was not in anyone's I it's hard to explain to people how much 9-11 continues to to change or or has changed people permanently even younger people who didn't even see it it's like flying planes into buildings and then having them come down not just buildings but iconic uh skyline uh buildings and not just that but living in a world where sure terrorism was uh certainly ramped up in like the 80s 90s uh but like people's initial thought when the first plane hit the first building was oh wow what a wild this must be some crazy accident yeah. yo people just anything happens nowadays and people jump to terrorism right so that's some shit that no one again like i said unless you had direct knowledge of it no one could have fucking predicted 9-11, right? But the weird thing about the October 7th stuff is apparently they, apparently, and 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 people in Israel are very upset with uh, Mr. Netanyahu because it appears as though he had well-advanced knowledge. Yeah, look, I think that I've I've been surprised that people's commitment to conspiracy it goes a hundred percent in either direction. So you are either a person who sees conspiracy everywhere, or you are a person who believes conspiracy never happens at all. Yeah. And well, 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 I think it's funny. I was listening to an, I forget what it was, but there was, I'll let you finish, but it's, it's no, like, no. to me, the logic is because I'm someone who can get, um, paranoid by nature, schizo by a uh, smartphone. And, uh, definitely interested in conspiracy theories the thing is what happens is once you find something convincing that is 
so unbelievable, but also so convincing. It makes you doubt everything. And you realize, you think like, if they're lying this big about this, then they're probably also lying about everything else. Right. It just, it's sort of just, it, it, it becomes like a domino effect of like, of things where it's like, you know, you can pick and choose. You could be like, yeah, nine 11 inside job, but we probably went to the moon. Right. But it's right, like, right. but then you kind of think like, well, if we were willing to stage nine 11, why wouldn't we have staged the moon staging the moon landing? Just to me that as a, pro- that's where my producer mind kicks in where I'm like, this just makes fiscal sense. Just shoot it on a sound stage. Yeah. I think that people rely on the idea that they don't, you can't keep a secret. That's the, that's, that's what saves me from the whole thing where I'm just like, like I can see all the convincing shit in the world. And the two things that pull me out of it are a, I'm stupid. And B, if this were true, it would be fucking insane. How many, how many people do you need? To actually do that, let's say that you that you you have uh, set builders build all the necessary components for the moon landing on a Hollywood soundstage, and then uh, you have them work in shifts. You you hire a bunch of Guatemalans from Home Depot parking lot, and then you 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 do it on you do it legitimate, so it looks like a, a film is being shot there, and then you pack it up and you take it somewhere else. And then the place that you take it, uh, you have it assembled in pieces, uh, so, so that nobody knows what the other what what piece X is doing with piece Y. Okay, fine. Uh, how many people would you actually need? Fewer than ten. How many people on set would you need? You know what I mean? It's. I don't think the moon landing is is something that you can't fake. I think nine eleven is a lot harder. Nine eleven is a tough one. But well, yeah. If you're if you're hiring secret agents or whatever the fuck, if you're commissioning secret agents to do this and then they all fall out of windows, I mean, come on, man. It's, it doesn't seem that crazy. Uh, I will say that the Netanyahu knowing thing, I'm just shocked that anybody could take it completely off the table. Right. It's like, so. I mean, I've heard that from, mainstream press outlets that doesn't seem to be conspiratorial well the issue is is this their whatever um gulf of tonkin or whatever is this their like a false flag essentially you know what i mean um did they allow this to happen 9-11 style or whatever so that they could uh deliver uh decisive action on gaza well, I mean, also save him from bad approval ratings and yeah, except, except, uh, it doesn't seem to be doing that at all. You know? No, but it is, it's, it's the watchman thing, right? And so you kind of try to sort of, you, yeah, it's he's an gonna attempt, stick, you know, he'll stick around for a bit because they say, that, I mean, maybe he'll try to, here's what will we'll dictate it. If he tries to become some, I'm not leaving office dictator style, dude. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, we're at war. I, I'm not leaving office while we're at war. Well, uh, well uh, you know what I mean? Um, but that would be quite a stretch as to my understanding of things. Uh, they are, let's see. Let's see how Israel actually works. 
I've been there, but it's always referred to as a liberal democracy, but there's different types of democracy. Let's see. Let's see what it is. Uh, okay. It it's is a it, yeah, go un- on, sorry. unitary parliamentary republic, right? So uh, what does that mean? They do it by, is it ranked voting or something? Um, you fucking um, Christ, you've asked the wrong person. Well, it's not, we don't have to get too in the weeds with that one. I mean, we'll see how this all plays out. It's just, and it's like, just because he had advanced knowledge does not necessarily mean he quote unquote allowed it to happen. I mean, there's threats every single day. Like my, my grandfather worked in the world trade center. He said there would be bomb threats, if not daily on a weekly basis at a certain point, you have to make determinations on what to take seriously and what not to. So he could have been warned about this attack and he could have said, all right, I'll make a note of that. You know, like it, it, it does not necessarily mean he was like, cool, I'll wait for that to happen so I can seize power. That would be. No, I mean, there cons- is also like a- not conspiratorial, like in the way that you think of like Alex Jones and not, but like literally conspiratorial conspiracy. Well, there is also an actual like, you know, like bet, right? If somebody yeah. says, I'm coming, I'm coming to your house, I'm going to kill you. You go, yeah, bet. All right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like sw- swing, here, I'll drop a pin, swing by. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause it's, it's, you believe it's a bluff and then you bluff. You know what I mean? So if somebody was like, Hey, we're going to, uh, we we're getting, uh, uh, our 10,000th, uh, intercepted communique this year that, uh, uh, Hamas really hates Israel. You go, yeah, 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 but yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah, come through, you know? Yeah. It is now 2024 and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. And and that's like, you know, when you talk about conspiracies, there's always like degrees of it where it's like, do I find it plausible that people within our government had advanced knowledge of perhaps such an attack and uh did they perhaps stand down when they should have tightened uh because they would have loved an excuse for uh to build a pipeline in the middle east it sounds it sounds sounds very uh, uh it sounds reasonable it sounds sounds likely to me but then you get you go down further rabbit holes and they're like there weren't even buildings there. They were actually holograms. And it's like, okay, all right, you've lost me, pal. 
Yeah, the holo- the holograms are an extreme statement. <laughs> um, I don't know about the holograms. I've been putting off watching. The, the, uh, so I thought I saw this comment that I was looking for uh, in uh, the Glenn Lowry show uh, comments section, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was this YouTube with these two academic nerds, uh, you know, using using praxis and whatever fucking language. And uh, so I went looking and I can't find the one I'm looking for, but I, the, some of the comments are so fucking weak. Um, while I think these these two dudes are off putting because they don't have any stakes and they're talking academically about serious issues and people's lives. Then there's people that kind of float the idea that no conversation could be had because people's lives are at stake. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that, that intelligent people can't disagree with each other or have different perspectives because there is an absolute moral right here that ever, that should be clear to any, anyone. I say this as a vegan. There is the most evidentiary, this is right, this is wrong (laughs) sort of standard so far as I can tell that I've ever seen in my life when it comes to veganism. I do not assume that everybody walks through life knowing knowing a thing and rejecting it. There's people who just see the world differently than me, no matter how strongly I feel about a thing. Uh, there's just people who what would be the point in me attacking people and going there's only one way to see this and 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 you're a fucking uh, nazi bigot uh, terror if if you don't see it my way what i don't even understand like both from a utilitarian perspective and i i guess you know like a, a more haughty moral perspective what would be the point so i'm seeing this guy he says, you know, uh, Glenn and John McWhorter are experts in their field, which is the African-American experience. However, I continue to see guests that have particular bias towards Israel on this program <clears throat> or particular bias regarding Israel on this program. I, I think that bias is is anti-Israel. Yeah. I can't get myself to, to complete watching this episode or some of the others. I am very, very sad that two people I admire so much uh, are putting out this content at this time. I don't yet know what it means, and I admit I should probably watch the complete episode. Uh, duh. Uh, I'm very sad to learn my heroes likely have feet of clay. Why? Because they're not experts on something, and they said, hey, can we talk to this fucking loser? And this fucking loser gave them one perspective. And then, I mean, what are you, what are you supposed to do with a person that's disappointed that you were willing to hear someone out? Yes. Yeah, well, it's just, it's child behavior. I, I got no patience for that. It's it, it's That's annoying. Grow the fuck up. Everybody, so that you get my position. I don't know much about anything. And for that reason, I will listen to anyone. Yeah. (laughs) I'll listen to the Asian guy who blew himself up. Yeah. I'll listen to any fucking one. Get out of my face with this. You know, you can't talk to this person. Suck a dick. Talk to anybody. I, I, I really, I think we're mostly beyond that. Right. But I, it'll come up every now and then. Can I read something? It's kind of long, but. I think, it, I I think it. it'll it'll interest you. <clears throat> um, a number of cultic activities and practices have been observed around Pol Pot's grave. People from okay. Anlong Veng, but also from other parts of Cambodia, go to his grave to make offerings of food on certain holy days, including the Festival of the Dead and Cambodian New Year. Some people make daily offerings of food, as well as more significant offerings, such as a pig's head and court music sang by sang by an orchestra. 
Amanda Pike, an investigative journalist who, is, who has visited Cambodia, states that some of Pol Pot's supporters still cling to his memory and ideology. Holy fuck. And she also mm. states that some fervent believers still worship him. She reports that these people dig through Pol Pot's ashes and snatch up fragments of his bones to take away as talismans. Cambodian village, Cambodian villagers say that they dream of Pol Pot and afterwards they win the lottery or become cured of malaria. In addition, people kneel, down, people kneel down near his grave and start praying. They chant, all your children are here, Grandpa. Don't say that we've forgotten you. They ask for good health and for their children to be educated, just like Pol Pot was. When asked about why they go to Pol Pot's grave, some say they knew him personally. Others say that they go to pay their respects to a former leader. Most seem to perceive that some part of the world thinks of Pol Pot in a negative light. However, they insist that he was a supporter of the common farmer and a defender of Cambodia. They have also There have also been cases of people dreaming of Pol Pot and sleepwalking all the way to his grave. Amanda Pike talks about an old woman named Chow Kit, a Cambodian genocide survivor that lost most of her family under the Khmer Rouge. She says that Pol Pot visited her in a dream. Well, <laughs> holy I, fuck. I, taking inventory of those statements, I, I, I will say that he was a big fan of farmers. Uh, <laughs> was he? So his whole deal was pushing everyone out of this. So he forced everyone out of the cities to go work on farms, except often the farms were in the fucking jungle, which made no sense. But he, uh, yeah, he just pushed people out of the farms or out of the cities uh, onto farms. He wanted a, a, uh, uh, agricultural society. He wanted to go back, um, which is interesting. I I, I kind of don't understand the philosophy. It, it's very hard to compete with the world, or even protect your borders, when you are uh, a, an agricultural society. But that's yeah. what he wanted. Well, is that not like directly from Marxism? Right it's about agrarians and collective farms. They love collective farms, but they can't I, but believe I th- I think- a fucking farm. I, but I think that that's just a sign of the times. I think they they would just as quickly um, push for, you know, uh, collective uh, uh, industrial zones or whatever. You know, I I, I think it's the collectivist mm. instinct. I, the the whole farming thing I think was just here's something we know these people can do. Um, let me say that uh, how do you say his name? Cillian Murphy. Killian? Something like that. Killian? It's whatever the Irish pronunciation is. Killian Murphy? Whatever the Maybe it's Killian. Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of memes of him. And he said, he was asked about it and he said, I don't know what a meme is. <laughs> what, are these people, what are these people doing to spend their time, though? I mean, honest question, because I saw an article. Uh, Nicholas Cage had never watched a television show until his son made him watch Breaking Bad. He thought it was awesome. Now he wants to be in television. Nicholas Cage, I know you're profoundly strange. Yeah. But what the fuck are we talking about? This is like Vince McMahon not knowing what a burrito is. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's technically impossible. So knock it off. Also, very easy. You could just, if you want your kid to be involved in, film and television i imagine the fucking world is his oyster if you're his father 
Yeah. <laughs> like the the opportunities abound. Well, he wa- no no. Nick Cage wants to be in television. Once again, I think anyone would be happy to have him. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably King of Queens. There you go. I could see that. Get your feet wet with a little cameo. Yeah. I don't think King of Queens is still on anymore. Listen, he, might have to, he, he might have to be on uh, Bob and Abba Shola. Well, th- this is, uh, is that what it is? Bob, you know about Bob and Abba Shola? No. The only things I see are animated you know, they'll give any, the, the thing that you were talking about the, the, on the Daily Wire was that the Adam Carolla cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing where it's like, let's give Bill Burr a cartoon. Let's give uh, that guy with the sharp face whose, uh, uh, you know, father was a war criminal, uh, a fucking cartoon. Uh, I hate this bullshit. I think I hate animation, honestly. It's awful. I can't stand it. It's the, the like, I like, you know, show me some, listen, I'm about to sound like a real boomer. Show me some fucking like hand-drawn animation, like some fucking Looney Tunes or some, anything pre like 2006. Give me that shit. But I can't, I, the, the computer fucking, the computer animation, I can't do. I can't do it. Wait, have you seen uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Godzilla minus one discourse? Everyone says it's the best movie ever made. Yeah, listen, that's just some fucking white bullshit. What do you call it? This, that's some round eye nonsense right there. Uh, it, it, it's <laughs> like, you know, I, I know you just you you just say shit like this. Like, this is just like white people brain. Has to say, like, Parasite. Parasite's the best movie ever until the next best movie ever, which happens to be a Godzilla movie. What? Shut up. Shut up. Fucking whites are simps for Asians in this really weird way. Guys, they don't need our help. You know what I mean? They're they're killing it. Stop this. Like, Parasite was not the best movie. And I'm not, I'm, I haven't seen it, but I'm, quite convinced that Godzilla minus one is not the best motion picture of all time. I'm just, uh, just like, I could be wrong, but I don't really, I'm not into Godzilla. I like him. He's cool. Yeah. But, eh. uh, hold on. So. The like discourse the on it, you? Oh. the discourse on it is, yeah, I'm joining the Paul pot, uh, fucking cult. Uh, <clears throat> the discourse on the thing is it is, uh, uh, it looks so good. It, it looks perfect. Why do our uh, uh, films look so bad? Um, hold on. Film, listen, these these once you cross the hundred million dollar uh, budget threshold, it I'm convinced it becomes some sort of money laundering operation. Well, hold on. Um, here's the thing. It looks good as it turns out because the uh, uh, visual effects houses that do this shit overseas work those people to suicide. And that's why it looks dope. So, so now these people, there's a bit of a bit of a conundrum here, right? Uh, Hey, this looks awesome. 
How, how come we can't get this? Oh, the answer is that we have workers' rights. Yeah. <laughs> I go, whoops. <laughs> I get, you know, I guess that uh Ant-Man Quantum Mania is is, is it, that's worth it. That it's good that we've got workers' rights because uh, you know what? It's it's fine. I'd rather Quantum Mania than than somebody works <laughs> like whatever. Listen, everybody, I'm obviously anti-worker because I, I want the dopest shit. Well, yeah. You reminds me of well, first of all, do I do I purchase this eight dollar fridge magnet of Pol Pot smiling? Yes. I think I gotta. Um I remember after January sixth, uh they were talking about uh fascist dictator Trump trying to uh insurrect and uh coup the election and whatnot. And I remember fucking Bill fucking Marr had like a fucking some fed some fbi guy on the show and he was talking about yeah you know these uh bill maher was going off about how trump's a fascist and the and the and the fed guy was going off about how uh we'd be able to get more of these uh more of these uh right wing crazy right wing people if it weren't for these uh these goddamn uh the civil liberties people in our way oh, it's yeah. like Hey, Bill Maher, you're talking to the fascist, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the fascist. Listen. Oh, this. Oh, all right. I just got a text. Uh, the fellas in the in the in the uh, American uh, Connecticut uh, melodic hardcore band Anxious uh, uh, mm. are 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 in Perth. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, so they're playing on Friday, but uh, today is Wednesday. I wonder they're just chilling. It's a crazy idea. Um, so what are you? Do what get, are we doing? Do I get this pure copper craft chairman uh, Mao figurine for eighty three cents off AliExpress? Yeah, hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> Order twenty dollars of them. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine coming into my house? Uh, and on my fridge, I have what l- appears to be Pol Pot's uh, <laughs> party membership photo on my fridge, <laughs> size large. Yeah. Can you can you fucking imagine if you lost your family? <laughs> it's like I just got like I just got Hitler on my fucking uh, you know my bumper sticker is just uh, Hitler's face. Ali's got some deals, man. Yeah, there's a lot of deals. Some good magnets, man. Good magnets, good good little pewter statues. I like that it does. When you're ordering a magnet, and it's small, medium, or large. It doesn't tell you if, uh, like, what size, what what those sizes are. What are the dimensions yeah. of those of those sizes? Oh, 160 millimeters. Okay. Here we go. We got we got Karl Marx gypsum statue. Seventeen dollars. It's a little. It's a little pricey. Uh, they've got to have the uh, uh, the marks uh, piggy bank. Which one is this? Seven inches. So if I got a if oh. I got a seven inch sticker of Pol Pot's face on my on my fridge, <laughs> 
there's certain guys that just get the if I had Hitler on my fridge, obviously everybody'd be very disturbed. Pol Pot very disturbed. Um, Pol Pot, I don't I bet the common man couldn't uh pick Pol Pot out of a lineup. Hold on, let's see. Um I thought I thought they killed half of the population of Cambodia. Let's see if I'm correct. It was I think it was a third. It's a lot of human beings. A lot of human beings. Really, really atrocious. Sickening, if I may. Oh, oh, all right. You're taking a hard stance then. Taking a hard, uh, taking a hard stance. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the eva- go read about the evacuation of the cities, or if you really want to put yourself through it, listen to that podcast that I enjoy in the shadows of Utopia, which is all about the Khmer Rouge. Um, let's see. So he, the Khmer Rouge told residents that they would only be moved two or three kilometers away from the city and would return in two or three days. But then they were moved like a hundred miles and not allowed to return. Bad behavior. As it turns out, <laughs> you can't move city dwellers if you move city dwellers onto a farm, it's like that movie, the son-in-law uh, and, and it, it doesn't work out and it leads to famine. Is your audio you're getting, you sound, you sound like a star screen. Stop. Stop. It's you. It, I hope it's me. I hope this doesn't come through on the recording. It's you. you sound, uh, you're schizophrenic. Sound like you think schizophrenic. <laughs> Maybe we should call this episode. Uh, uh, I have to get to bed. I'm f- Flying to New York in the morning. It's one okay. So yeah, it's it's uh it's a quarter of the po- of this population at one point eight million human beings. You gotta fuck with your wire or something. There's nothing wrong with the wire. There's something wrong with you. You're like what's you sound like right now. It's you. It's it's you. You sound like Patrick. The Wi-Fi in Los Angeles is bad. The Wi-Fi everywhere is bad. You ever think about that? Yeah, it's true. Stupid. We made an imper. We came out with an imperfect uh, technology. The the, technology. the alien spacecraft that crashed that we got Wi-Fi from. Stupid technology. piece of shit. Stupid Doja technology. Cat. All right. Doja Cat. Uh, yeah. All right. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, go there. Bonus episodes. Um, um. I didn't know what AirPods were until I met Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe my AirPods are fucked up. God, how much would that suck right before a flight? Oh my God. All right. We'll talk to you everybody soon. Go ahead. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. 
wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.